station. So well, and it's all about that morning. In that morning, dog gonna be a bright chain that morning. But a father and the son gonna be sitting on the throne that morning. And you go to hear the angels all around the throne say, Oh, what's the matter that morning? And you go to see the father go walking down. And you go to hear him call Gable. Oh, Gable, I want you to go down and take that silver trumpet. Go in as loud as them clap the sun all in the one. I want you to wake the damn that soul. And the saints gonna meet the father in there. That's gonna be great joining up with Dick that morning, I think. listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the Jazz Focus, and I am your host, John Clark. And today, we're going to be digging into the territories, as they say, the territory bands of the 1920s. These were groups that were active on the jazz and dance band scene outside of the mainstream areas, uh, New York City, Chicago, even New Orleans, although New Orleans is often considered a territory. And we're going to do a little sampling of bands that were somewhat around Kansas City uh, in the 1920s, although the first band we just heard was, in fact, from Tennessee. It was the uh, Chickasaw Syncopators, and this was a band that was probably led by Jimmy Lunsford, the great later African-American band leader. He was a physical education uh, teacher that uh, also moonlighted doing uh, dance bands at uh, some of the schools in Tennessee and Memphis, and this is probably the results of one of his groups. As I said, it's called the Chickasaw Syncopators, and we heard two tunes. We heard the Memphis Rag and the Chickasaw Stomp. Both of those were done on December 13th of 1927 for Columbia Records, and uh, they were recorded in Memphis. Columbia had a remote recording studio that traveled around and uh, ended up in Memphis, and December of 1927, recorded quite a few sides from different groups, but 
fortunately uh, captured this one. In this band, not a lot of well-known players. Charlie Douglas and Henry Clay on trumpets. I uh, don't know who takes the solos there. H.B. Hall on trombone. In the reed section, we have Christopher Johnson and someone named Williams on alto and soprano saxes, or a good soprano sax solo in there. Uh, George Clark on tenor sax. He uh, came to New York in the 1930s and made some more recordings. Bobby Brown on piano. Alfred Kahn's on banjo. Mose Allen on tuba. And Jimmy Crawford on drums. And those last two players became key members of the Jimmy Lunsford Band in the 1930s. So that Memphis rag was a good jazzy stomp with some good solos all around. Showed that this band... Uh, maybe wasn't with the elite groups of the East Coast or Chicago, but could hold its own certainly with the regional groups of the air. Uh, we had Chickasaw Stop, which was an excuse for Mose Allen to do his preaching routine. He later re-recorded that under the title of In Dat Mornin' for Jimmy Lunsford's band, one of their first, actually their first recording session. So from there, we're going to go to a band that was led by a somewhat legendary character from Kansas City, George E. Lee. George E. Lee was a saxophone player. He played a lot of other instruments, but he was known primarily as a vocalist. He was known as the Cab Calloway of Kansas City, and we're going to hear why that is coming up. He was quite a good showman and uh, obviously a pretty good band leader, too. He recorded two or three times during the 1920s. His sister was Julia Lee, who had much more success in the 1940s with some uh, jazz and R&B records. She was a good piano player. She probably plays piano on these first couple of sides, uh, and the two of them sing on one of the tunes. This is Georgie Lee and his Novelty Singing Orchestra. Not a very promising title, but uh, some good music. We're going to hear uh, the two tunes that they did in 1927, not sure what date, and recorded in Kansas City for the Merit label. And the first tune is called The Merit Stop. Um, has some good jazz playing all around. And then more of a novelty tune, Down Home Syncopated Blues, with the two Lees taking the vocals on there. And in this group we have... Sam Utterback on trumpet. He was a Kansas City musician. He'll show up on the next session as well. Thurston Sox Mopan on trombone. Clarence Taylor on soprano and alto sax. George E. Lee himself on tenor sax. Julia Lee on piano, possibly accordion too. An unknown banjo player, Clint Weaver on tuba, and Abe Price on drums. This was a band that was beginning to make its mark in Kansas City. Uh, the Benny Moten Band was the premier group at the time, but some other groups were starting to come up as well. This Georgie Lee group, also Andy Kirk, and some other groups we've talked about in the past. So we're going to hear the Merit Stomp and Down Home Syncopated Blues. Then we're going to jump up a couple of years to... Lee's next recording session, and uh, this was done for Brunswick in November, November 6th of 1929, and we're going to hear two tunes, If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight and the Paseo Strut, Paseo Strut. That was composed by uh, Jesse Stone, who uh, possibly played piano on here. He was an arranger. He was a fascinating guy who uh, was known for the pop song that he uh, wrote later in his career called Idaho, uh, but he had great bands. We're going to hear a couple of songs he recorded in the 1920s, and uh, he led studio bands and, and produced records all the way up into the rock and roll era. Very interesting guy. So after that, we're going to hear Julia Lee, accompanied by George E. Lee's singing or novelty singing orchestra, which is from the same date uh, with a smaller group. And we're going to hear her do He's Tall, Dark, and Handsome, a pop tune by Tobias and Sherman. So in the group, we're going to hear Sam Utterbach again and Harold Knox on trumpets, jo Jimmy Jones on trombone, Herman Walder on clarinet and alto sax. He was a very good player. His brother was Woody Walder, who played with the uh, Moten Band for quite a while. Clarence Taylor is back on alto and soprano sax. 
Bud Johnson on tenor sax. This is his first recording. He, of course, became much better known uh, for playing with Earl Hines in the 1930s and 40s and being kind of a transitional figure to bebop. Uh, on piano, we have either Jesse Stone or Julia Lee, Charles Russo on banjo and guitar, Clint Weaver again on tuba, and Pete Woods on drums. And we're going to hear singing by Georgie Lee, who does not play on these. And on the Julia Lee uh, session, it's a smaller group. Uh, probably Harold Knox on trumpet, uh, Jimmy Jones on trombone, Clarence Taylor on bass sax in this case, uh, Bud Johnson on tenor and clarinet, and uh, the same rhythm section. So those are our tunes for this set. We're going to hear Georgie Lee's Novelty Singing Orchestra from 1927, the Merritt Stomp and Down Home Syncopated Blues, then from two years later, If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight, and Pazio Strut, and then Julia Lee, accompanied by the same group, and He's Tall, Dark, and Handsome. <laughs> Thank you. 
I want you to know I love you so Go any place you want me to go If I could be with you an hour tonight I wouldn't do a thing that wouldn't be right I'm telling you I'd be anything but blue If I could be with you just one hour If I could be with you
singing with George E. Lee's Novelty Singing Orchestra. I don't think it was she playing piano because with the equipment of the day, I don't think she could sing and play a piano solo overlapping with each other. I think she would have to get up and move to the microphone or something like that. It would have been very tricky to do that. Anyway, so it's possibly, probably, uh, Jesse Stone on piano. And we also heard in that band, that was the small group taken from the larger orchestra, Harold Knox on trumpet, Jimmy Jones on trombone, uh, uh, Bud Johnson on clarinet and tenor sax, Clarence Taylor on bass sax, 
Charlie Russo on banjo, if he was in there. Clint Weaver on tuba. I don't think he was on that uh, particular uh, recording. And Pete Woods on drums. So some interesting playing in there. He's tall, dark, and handsome. And that shows Julia Lee's vocal style. It came to be much better known in the 1940s. We're going to have one more tune by her starting off the next set. Preceding that, we heard two tunes by the full George E. Lee Orchestra. These were all done on uh, the 6th of November, 1929, for Brunswick Records, and they were recorded in Kansas City. And this was one of the more popular Kansas City bands at the time. Probably not as uh, popular, especially with a jazz crowd, as the Benny Moten Band, which was more of a driving group, but this band certainly could hold its own with many of the territory groups. We had George E. Lee directing and singing. He did not play on these tracks. Harold Knox and Sam Utterback on trumpets, Jimmy Jones on trombone, Herman Walder on clarinet and alto, Clarence Taylor on soprano sax and alto, Bud Johnson on clarinet and tenor, possibly Julia Lee, if not Jesse Stone on piano on these recordings, also accordion, Charles Russo on banjo and guitar, Clint Weaver on tuba, and Pete Woods on drums. And we heard um, the third and fourth tunes of that set. We heard If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight with a nice vocal and a nice banjo solo. It sounded a little more like a guitar, but it could have been a, uh, one of those hybrid guitar banjos. Uh, and then we heard the Paseo Strut by Jesse Stone with some excellent solos all around by Harold Knox, um, Herman Walder, Bud Johnson, and so forth. We started out that set with the two 1927 titles recorded for Merit in Kansas City by George E. Lee and his novelty singing orchestra with uh, Down, or rather Merit Stomp was the first one, followed by the Down Home Syncopated Blues, vocals by George and Julia, brother and sister. And we heard a slightly smaller group, Sam Utterbach on trumpet, uh, Thurston Sox Mopan on trombone, Clarence Taylor playing soprano and alto, doing some very good soprano solos in there, Julia Lee in this case definitely on piano and accordion, an unknown banjo, Clint Weaver again on tuba, and Abe Price on drums. So some good characteristic Kansas City jazz there. We're going to round out both of those uh, 1929 sessions on the next set. We're going to start with the Julia Lee version of Come On Over to My House, here called Won't You Come Over to My House, which is credited to her. Uh, this is a song, as I said, that she re-recorded in the mid-40s for Capital and uh, had a, quite a big hit with. She actually had a, a late career renaissance. She was playing and, and recording with Kansas City musicians, and she became kind of a, a fringe R&B star at the time. So we're going to hear that, and then we're going to hear the other two tunes from the big band, George E. Lee and his orchestra, Rough Scufflin', another Jesse Stone tune, and the uh, rather ancient St. James Infirmary, which features more of Georgie Lee's singing, and you get the feeling of understanding why he was called the Cab Calloway of Kansas City. We're going to finish off that set with two tunes by Jesse Stone and his orchestra. This was a group that toured out through the Southwest, had some interesting personnel. They only made it into the studio once in the 1920s, on the 27th of April in 1927, and this was uh, done in St. Louis. These were done for the OK Record Company, which had a, a semi-permanent uh, studio, I guess, or at least a, a, a regular visit, uh, remote visit uh, to the St. Louis area, where they recorded a lot of different St. Louis musicians. This is uh, uh, an orchestra called Jesse Stone and His Blue Serenaders, and we're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear the Starvation Blues and Boot to Boot, which is a takeoff on Tiger Rag. In here, we're going to hear Albert Hinton 
and uh, Slick Jackson on trumpets. Drewy Bess, kind of a, a legendary trombonist who played with the uh, Blue Devils. We're going to hear them a little bit later. Jack Washington on alto and baritone sax. Of course, he was better known for playing with Basie and then with, uh, well, with Benny Moten and then with Basie. Glenn Hughes on alto sax. Elmer Birch on tenor. Silas Clark on banjo, Pete Hazel on tuba, and Max Wilkinson on drums with the director, arranger, and composer Jesse Stone on piano. So that will be the two tunes uh, released by Jesse Stone in the 1920s. So that's our set. Julia Lee with Georgie Lee's Singing Novelty Orchestra. Come on over to my house. Won't you come over to my house? Then Georgie Lee and his orchestra, Rough Scufflin and St. James Infirmary. Then Jesse Stone and his blues serenaders, Starvation Blues and Boot to Boot.
Thank you. 
some pretty interesting and, and energetic playing in the southwestern vein. Southwestern bands, uh, by which we also include Kansas City, which I guess isn't really officially southwest, uh, tended to be more raucous sounding, have more blues basses, use things like Tiger Rag, which were even considered a little bit archaic by the late 1920s, uh, but playing with a lot of energy and often head arrangements, not carefully wrought arrangements, in other words. Anyway, we just heard Jesse Stone and his Blue Serenaders, Boot to Boot, kind of a Tiger Rag variation with some other things as well. Jesse Stone composed and arranged that, as well as playing piano. And we heard Albert Hinton and Slick Jackson on trumpets, Drury Best taking an outstanding trumpet solo, a trombone solo in there, Jack Washington and Glenn Hughes on alto saxes. Washington played a little baritone sax, as he did later with Basie. Um, Elmer Birch on tenor sax, Silas Clark on banjo, Pete Hassel on tuba, and Max Wilkinson on drums. And before that, we heard uh, Georgie Lee's Novelty Orchestra, Singing Novelty Orchestra, Novelty Singing Orchestra. The first side featured his sister, Julia Lee, uh, with a small group from the band, and we heard Won't You Come Over to My House from November 8th of 1929 on Brunswick. Uh, then we heard the remaining two titles from the big band uh, from the same date. We heard Rough Scufflin and St. James Infirmary, which really showed off uh, Lee's singing style, which was very interesting. It was more of a novelty vaudeville type of style, but obviously brought people into the ballrooms and probably sold these records pretty well. So I hope you've enjoyed this program of some of the territory bands. We're going to have another one coming up, which will probably be on my podcast station. Again, the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and you've been listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. And we're going to finish with the daddy of all of the territory bands. They only recorded two sides, uh, but they were legendary in their time. They knocked Benny Moten off his perch as the greatest uh, and most popular Kansas City big band, and uh, Moten, being a good businessman, responded in a clever fashion. He simply hired the band almost in total to come in and play with his group, or at least the key members. This is the band that was known as Walter Page's Blue Devils, which operated really between Kansas City and Texas. In, in this recording, we're going to hear James Simpson and Hotlips Page on trumpets. Hotlips Page was just a teenager. Dan Miner, who later was with Basie on trombone. Buster Smith, legendary alto sax and clarinet player who may or may not have influenced Charlie Parker significantly. Ted Manning on alto sax. Ruben Roddy on tenor sax, who showed up back in the 1960s in New Orleans playing in parade bands. Uh, Charles Washington on piano. It was long thought to have been Count Basie. He had played with this band, but he had left by the time of this recording. Reuben Lynch on uh, banjo or guitar, Alvin Burrows on drums, and the leader, Walter Page, on tuba, string bass, and baritone sax, which we will hear on the last number. Two tunes we're going to hear are The Blue Devil Blues, featuring a vocal by the great Jimmy Rushing, his first recording session. And then we're going to hear a tune supposedly by Count Basie, although, again, he wasn't on this particular session, called Squabblin', which will feature a particularly good solo by the leader on baritone sax and by uh, Buster Smith on alto. He's featured on clarinet on Blue Devil Blues. So thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this program, and tune in again next week.